performances and this applies to whether you're performing music or whether you're just getting up to speak uh, to a group of people right right yeah so because uh, we have found um, actually there was I, I will include the link but there's a study that said that 75% of people fear public speaking more than death wow so this is like one of those things that if you're a performer you really need to conquer those feelings of, yeah. of anxiety of of trepidation of getting up in front of people. Yeah, I, I, I think the, at least for me, the biggest thing has always been striving for perfection. Oh yeah, good, I love so, it. You already going down our ears. We love it. Um, go ahead. Okay, so um, we're just gonna give you three tips, but in those three tips are some sub tips. So one of them is prepare as much as possible. Right. So we were talking about have a rough plan for the things you want to accomplish in right. your performance. Yeah. Um, get as much sleep as you can. Eat enough that you're not starving, but not so much that you're over full. Um, choose a comfortable but brand uh, worthy outfit. And that's been uh, one of those frustrating things over the years. But you learn what works and what doesn't. Um, and then, of course, prepare that rock star entrance. Right, yeah. So I, I think preparation is just kind of know what you're going to present. Yes. So if you kind of, if you know what you're going to present mm-hmm. and that's kind of baked into who you are, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it makes it a lot easier when you get ready to get up and perform, mm-hmm. speak, or whatever it might be. So that then, you know, if you're speaking, maybe you might have an outline that yes. just kind of keeps you on track, yes. but you're not dependent on the outline to give you the substance of what you're going to talk yes. about, right? Right, because that's yeah. your thing, is not to be oh, not to be, like, have the script yeah. but to have just talking points. Right, because what you don't want to do is just come off that you're reading something. Right, and people, there's nothing worse. You know, oh. if, if you're presenting, and then that's the same thing when it comes to uh, you know, music. Mm-hmm. So, let's just say, even if you're using tracks, you know, I I still say you allow yourself a certain amount of leeway with your tracks where, you know, if you don't quite do it the way that you rehearsed it, mm-hmm. that you can just kind of still improvise. Yeah. You know, so you should have room even with your tracks where you can kind of improvise. Yeah, I like that. You know, yeah. so... yeah. As they always say, um, Quincy Jones said that, right? Leave room for God to enter the room. Oh. So you always want to leave room for inspiration. Yeah. You always want to like leave room for the room <laughs> that right. you're in to, read the room, right. to have an impact oh, on your performance. performance. I love right. it. All right. And so um, part of that, um, the next thing, uh, the second 
big tip right. is to recover quickly. So if you may have to make a mistake or if you, you know, flub a line, whatever it is, right. or if you uh, mess up a note. So we were talking right. about that. You can't be perfect, but um, you can be memorable. And one way not to have to leave a bad memory is if you mess up to recover right. quickly. So right. even if it's as much as starting all over again. Yeah, so I mean, if your baseline is... Common what you do. I, I think I might have got that from Marcus. No, I got it from that. somebody like that. But it's you know, I have Prince or somebody said that. But it's that you know, sometimes you know when you make that mistake, turn it into your performance. Yeah. D- don't apologize. No, for it. never. You know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you know, it's sort of like I know I've been in that situation as a bass player. If you don't know the bass line or you don't know whatever, don't sit around and start picking around for the note. Oh yeah. Don't do that. Groove. Okay. Find the note while you're grooving. Okay. And then, you know, so that you keep that mentality. Right. You want to keep the mentality that you're grooving because I know for me, it's like when I start a performance and I'm insecure. Yeah. It's like I, I kind of keep that throughout the whole yeah, performance. And that, it's hard yeah. for me to, to get that confidence, that swagger. Right. And so that's why you have to kind of have that confidence and swagger with even the mistakes. And then you kind of realize that people are more forgiving than you think. Well, but if but you, you do don't want there. them to forgive you. Oh, okay. that, that, that's, 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 that, okay. that's the thing. You don't want to... Because if, they, if they're forgiving you, they know you made a mistake. Okay. Your thing is that you don't want them to know the mistake even happened. Okay. So, okay. so the reason why they don't know the mistake happened is because you're grooving. And okay. if you're grooving, you've owned it. Okay. So the I thing was you like, to do. like that thing with uh, Beyonce where she fell down in the heels. And right. to me, it seems obvious that that was not part of the, pro- the, the performance. Right. But, but the fact that she hopped up quickly but, and, and started back there. But again, you say it seemed obvious. And, yeah. and that's that's the that's the part. It when you get up and you say, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I failed." Right. Then it that's obviously bad. becomes like it's not part of it. Yeah. Whereas it's like, "Oh, she fell," and it's like, "Oh, she jumped back up. She was doing her thing. I think she might have fallen there." I don't think that was part of it, but I don't think. Right. And that, that's okay, a, that's the part you. where you have to have that yeah. aspect. You definitely don't want to leave somebody with that whole thing that I feel frustrated, right. I feel defeated. And, and I think sometimes there might be that thing where you may say, okay, you know, maybe you start something and you, want say, you know what, y'all, let's start again. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. You know, hit it again. But again, take it into the performance. Yeah. Make something out of it. Yeah. You know, don't be in a situation where, you know, you are asking the audience to, I guess, have sympathy for Yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. you don't want that. Yeah. You're yeah. there to entertain them. You so, are. So, 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 right, you don't want to put them to work in that way as much as you want to put them to work in a way where you're, you know, like they're singing along with your songs and that kind of thing. That's what you want them to do. Yeah, yeah. You don't want true. them to, oh, 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 he's having such a horrible, they paid money to see you. Right. And nobody wants to do that. Yeah. Plus, it, it, it actually undermines your confidence as you go forward, and you're likely to make more mistakes and feel more frustrated yes. versus if you just, again, recover quickly, get yeah. back onto it, and then, hey, and in your mind, I know right. for me, I have to pretend like that never happened. Right. And then keep going. You, you always have to be in that position where you're making um, lemonades out of your lemons. So yeah, you, you got to always 
do that. So, and then the third top tip again, this this episode so could go on and on forever, but the top tip is start small, which um, one of your pieces of advice always has been practice as often as you can, you know. But right. start small, start with small groups of people, maybe a live stream, maybe, you know, your local church, you know, they have an extra little program, you know, whatever it is that you can start putting yourself, especially if it's something you're, you're uh, afraid of, put yourself in front of small groups first, learn, and as you go, you'll develop the confidence, you'll see what works for you right. and what does, and what works for an audience, how to learn to, to pivot when the room changes, you know, all yeah. that stuff that you were talking about, hey, I realized, hey, I had a five-minute song planned, I can see after three minutes, they, they are ready to move on, I'm ready to move on, right. and to, I have something really good coming up next, so I want to move on to that, so right, yeah. again, so things like that, but you have to practice when there are only a few, so that you can build that confidence and it's just that wisdom. Yeah. It goes back to that, what you said, is the Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hours, yeah. that it takes 10,000 hours to be good at anything. Yeah. So you can't expect if it's something that you've never done or you're frustrated at doing, right. don't want to do, for you to just, oh, I did it three times and now I got it. it right. it's, it's not the kind of thing. It takes time. Yeah, and, and I still say, even if you're using tracks or your band or whatever else, maybe, you know, the song as constructed isn't connecting, but maybe a certain part of the song is connecting. Yeah, that's true. And so maybe you need to carry on with that part, and maybe something else comes out of that. Yeah, that's true. What you was know, that? So, what were you talking about? Um, I, I think it's um, Tears for Fears. Uh, what's that? Head Over Heels. That came from another song of theirs. And as they were playing it live, it kind of evolved into what became Head Over Heels. Wow. And so, I mean, but you just, you kind of got to give yourself that room to be creative. I mean, at at the end of the day, you know, whether it's doing art, you know, whatever it might be, that it seems like creativity is always the center, should Mm -hmm. be, to Mm -hmm. me, the center of what you're doing. Yeah. And so, you should always leave room for that creativity, you know, as Quincy Gilman said, for God to walk in the room, however you want to say it, you know, inspiration, whatever you want to call it, you always want to leave that room Mm -hmm. for that to happen in any situation. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, that, you you always got to be open to that. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? What tips can you add to our list to help people feel more confident in performing or presenting themselves live? We'd love to hear about it. I'll put it in the comments below. And what else? I've got Sugar Fed, of course. You know, you stream it everywhere. You can go get it from Bandcamp. You can get it from CD Baby. Wherever you want to get it, however you want to get it. Yeah. Also, we have South by Southwest is coming up in less than a month. Yeah. So we'll be doing some live streams, some um, episodes centered around our experience there. It'll be the first time we've been there in two years. So we're really excited about yep. it so we will definitely share our experience with you yep. as all okay. do a compare comp- contrast between kind of how it is in 2022 versus how it was in 2019 yeah you know yeah, to see what the differences are you yeah. know you know it's going to be interesting to see if it because like 2019 was like off the chain yeah crowded yeah nuts yeah and so it's just going to be interesting to see it coming back and mm-hmm. you know maybe there's kind of got to be a little bit of a hybrid of 
live and streaming. And then not quite sure. Yeah, whether you know? or not we're gonna have to wear a mask. That's a big one for me. So yeah. we will definitely let you know. If you dig the vibe and you want to be a part of the tribe, be sure to subscribe. We're wishing you love, peace, and chicken peace.